Hello and welcome to the first episode of Dinner Party Giro, um, hosted by me, Adam Goldstein and Barry Schenker. Basically, for, um, Barry and I wanted to do this podcast because for years when we used to live together, when we first, uh, when people, our friends all moved out, we were, thought we were very snazzy and we would go over people's houses for dinner, thinking we were very sophisticated and we were both single at the time and Barry and I felt that we, would, we were pretty good at conjuring up conversation, having a laugh and on the way home going, oh that was funny, this was funny. Now, years later, we're both married, but we live in different cities, so we don't really get to go to that many dinner parties. So we thought we'd, we'd meet up and have a podcast about the things that we would discuss at a dinner party if we were to be invited to some. So this is basically our way of socialising just with each other <laughs> and congratulating ourselves for the kind of things we would talk about if we were actually still invited to dinner parties, um, which we're not really anymore because no. we're, uh, we're old and married and... Don't that, socialise as much as no, you used to. No, make podcasts. So what we've done is we've made a list, and every week we're going to go into the list, and Barry's going to say a few things, and we'll discuss it, I'll say a few things, and we'll get some guests on, and we'll obviously uh, jump into the mailbags with our Twitter um, at Dinner Party Giro, and people can message us with the kind of things that they would like to be discussed at dinner parties, or that we would like to, um, you would like us to bring up. So, Barry, would you like to go first? Yeah, sure. So, um, needless to say, please feel free to uh, check out our Twitter, at Dinner Party Duo. Um, do get in touch if there's something you'd like us to talk about or answer for you. Um, we'll try our best. Um, and on that vein, um, Adam, you've got something to tell us, uh, or you've got something to ask us about um, the, the politeness, the etiquette around the dinner table, or something that I'm sure is the first thing that everyone wants to know. Um, should we wait to eat? Should we wait for everyone to eat? before someone gets started? Well, I'm a very impatient person, as you know. So if, if, if the food's, in my opinion, if the food's coming out and I've got my food, it's very hard for me not to tuck in. I, 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 apparently, if it's a cold dish, you uh, should wait. If it's a hot dish, you shouldn't. Yes, I've, I've heard something similar, actually. Um, I can actually uh, recall a scene from the uh, film Kingsman. Effect, oh, right. Where uh, the, um, I think is it Colin Firth yeah. is talking to Taron Egerton and he's saying, um, you only wait if the Queen is present. If it's oh. hot food, eat it before it gets cold and you only wait and if you're waiting for the Queen, if you're dining with the Queen. So what about cold food? Uh, <laughs> good point. I don't actually know. Where is the Queen? If, if, uh, if you get served cold food, should everyone wait? Because it's not going to get any, any colder. Yeah, I think so. What if it gets warmer? Warmer, yeah, if it goes what if it's like ice cream? Yeah, that's right. No, you've got to tuck into that bad boy, right? So, basically, if the time you wait... Don't, and what if the Queen is present? Then what happens? She has to eat first? Well, I, I, think, it's, yeah, I think it's kind of respectful, right? Does she get, served, does she get served first? What's, is it, status-wise, is it better to be served at the end or at the beginning? Like, if you've got, you know, someone fancy at dinner. Say I've got my in-laws coming over say they're fancy, yeah. should I f put the plate, give them the food at the end or at the beginning, Once I go, as I go around the table? Um, Barry, what I, do you do, your in-laws? Well, I'm a bit old school, I was kind of brought up with chivalry, so, um, and I know it's probably a bit un-PC in today's world, but uh, I would probably serve the um, eldest female guest first. 
Wow. So you could get in trouble because with your in-laws, you obviously know their age, but say you didn't. Mm-hmm. And what happens if, or say there's your mother-in-law and your mother-in-law's sister, let's say they're a similar age, and you get it wrong, and you give the food to the second eldest, but you assume they were the eldest. That could be, you could be some beef there. Well, the good thing is that I'd hope that nobody else knows my system. <laughs> they do now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's your system. Uh, yeah, I'd probably say, you know, the, the respect for one's elders probably takes precedent, takes priority. Um, and but do they do you expect them to wait? You've served hot food, the elders are there, they've got their roast chicken. No, that's they basically, they're the oldest one there, who knows how much longer they've got. Yeah, that's fair enough, that's fair enough. So I like to do a system, I see, I, I like to do um, buffet style. We don't have a very big dining table, so we put all the food in, in bowls at the, dining, at the breakfast bar, and then people all get a plate and just go up. Wow. But apparently that's rude too, because people want, you know, they've got to move, they've got to get their own stuff. Whoever goes first probably gets the uh, best choice of the potatoes. I'm surprised. I'm surprised to hear you say that because uh, this is coming from somebody who, um, now just to put this in context, Adam and I have known each other for a very, very long time, um, probably, what, 30 plus years. Yeah. So uh, this is coming from somebody who, uh, going to a, a popular restaurant chain where there was not table service put you in a bad mood for an entire weekend. Yes, well, I no, well, these are the type of places like your Nando's, your GBKs, where you you have to go up to the counter and they give you a spoon and I go, where's table four? And, and they look for you and they bring you your food. The reason that angered me is that that was no more expensive, no cheaper than a weighted place. Plus, they were bringing me my food anyway, so how hard is it for them to take the order? And secondly, if we were on a date, this is this is still raw. Is this right? <laughs> you had this ready well, to go. Well, I had that. What I had, I was on a date. I'm pretty sure it was Steph, my now wife, Steph Delicious. We were on a date, the two of us, but Nando's, and then it was really busy. And she's got loads wait, of. Wait, questions. wait, wait! You took your wife before she was my before she was my wife. Right, so you're courting at this stage. I you are trying to impress her. You're trying to woo the girl of your dreams. I just and listened you, to the. You pick Nando's. Well, I picked up at at one point, yeah. Yeah, it's a good point, actually. I shouldn't... Yes, it's a fair point. <laughs> yes, anyway. So, what happened was... Maybe it wasn't with Steph. Maybe it was with another lucky lady bag. She certainly was lucky. Yes. So, we're in Nando's. Either to have gone to uh, Nando's with you or to have not ended um, up Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. So, we were at Nando's and Steph, or another woman who I can't remember, uh, it all blurs, obviously. So, um... They wanted to ask questions like, "Oh, does the chicken come with this? And how's it cooked?" But you don't, you can't ask those questions till you get to the counter. So as it's a date, I'm like, "Oh, what do you want?" I'll go up to the counter. Now the counter's like 20 people deep. Everyone's shouting. It's super busy. So the, the my datee, the other person on date, is now stuck on her own for like 10, 15 minutes, mm. which isn't great. We've only got like, you know, the lunch special only lasts an hour, right? So <laughs> you've got a lot of time at your lunch break. So then, uh, and then when I get to the counter, I ask these questions, and then I. I want to say that to Steph. Oh no, that one doesn't come with that. It comes on the bone or off the bone. And I've got to shout across the restaurant because I can't leave the queue because I've got to be back in the queue. And then I get back to my seat and then they bring the food anyway. That whole 10, 15 minutes is of my time spent with the love of my life is wasted because I'm in the queue talking to somebody at the counter. So it's a it's dusty issue. The question is here, why didn't Steph or the pre, pre-Steph, just yeah. generic X, Yeah. Why didn't she come with you? 
to the counter. If she doesn't had he? these questions. Well, I'm I just mean, trying to be romantic. So you were trying to be like chivalrous and say, oh, don't worry, honey, I'll, I'll yeah. buy this, I'll, I'm, I'll order for you. And now I'm belting across Hammersmith Mandos in front yeah. of everybody. Yeah. Was this before... Um, was this before sort of text messaging and you know that kind of thing? No, phones? no but that's not. Yeah, no, we had the phones. People would do that now, right? They yeah, just like, send a message and they would, but it's just a bit of a waste of time, really. It meant time away from the date. That was it's great yeah. in a big group, right? Yeah. You know, because you know, a big group. Oh, we've all got to split the bill, but you had wine, I didn't. You had a dessert, but obviously we just split it ten of us. That's probably a topic for another episode. Yeah, it's good for groups, especially with teenagers. You'll just pay your amount, but. Anyway, so I think we've discussed, should we all wait? In my world, I'm in too impatient. No, crack on. Crack on. But you're a bit more nicer than me, Barry. Yeah, see, I, um, I'm definitely... I agree that if something's hot, then yes, you know, we should, we should just get on with it and not spoil it. Um, however, there's been plenty of times where, um, you know, you kind of, you're, you're the one hosting and you're plating things up and you want to get things out quickly. But basically, by the time it's... Your turn to sit down and eat. Other people have finished, and that's a bit, you know, it's it's. I wouldn't say it's rude because obviously they don't want to spoil their dinner, but it's a bit disheartening as the host if you're sitting down. And do you feel then rushed? A bit, yeah, a bit. So I have the same with saying my mum because she will plate herself at the end, and it gets annoying because then we can't have dessert until she's finished. But that's your own impatience. Yes. Right. <laughs> Yeah. So quite often I'm like, just eat something. Stop playing. Stop fanning around. Eat something. Yeah. But she wants to make sure that everyone else is having a good time first. Okay. So that's your rather than your impatience, we'll dress that up as your concern for her, <laughs> for her yes. eating her meal. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. All right. Okay. Okay. Right. What have I got for you? You've put in. This is what you've put in the, in the Google Doc. Socialising. Uh, full stop. Zoning. Or see everyone at L, see everyone at once, a bit like family get together. So, explain, Barry. Explain. So, okay. So, throughout my formative years, you know, as a as a teenager and beyond, um, I I was kind of one of these people who had like different crowds of friends, and um, the, each one of them, you know, kind of maybe got to see a different part of me. And maybe they, you know, each crowd kind of was a different type of socialising for me. So um, it became very commonplace for me just to only see one crowd independently. You know, like on a Saturday night, I'd go one group of, group of people and like on a Sunday afternoon, I'd see some completely different and, and you know, the never the twain would meet until it got to birthdays. And that was always, I always found that really, really stressful because I didn't know who would get on with each other and who wouldn't. So I ended up like... In my teenage years, and sort of as, a, as a, an older teenager, when I started getting a bit more independence and a bit more um, you know, ability to go out and, and do different things, um, I would just have like three or four separate birthday celebrations and, and try and not mix my social crowds. And um, absolute lunatic. <laughs> the term zoning was coined um, by one of our mutual friends, yes. actually. And uh, it's very. Uh, I guess George Costanza would have called it mixing your worlds. Mixing universes, right? We said when the two in-laws met. Uh, worlds colliding. Worlds colliding. Yes. So you didn't, you don't like your worlds to collide. You don't, you zone. Yes, that was when I had enough friends to, to zone. To zone. No, it was just me and you. Yeah. So um, <laughs> look what happened, Barry. <laughs> Basically, it's either see you or not. That's it. That's. Do my you zone. think you zoned because you are a psychopath and you had a different character for different people? 
Is that psychopathic or is that just like a multiple personality disorder? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're possibly interchangeable. Right. Um, so, yeah, I don't think I have multiple personality disorder. I think, um, I think it's fair to say that most people put on a different lens for the people they're around. I wouldn't necessarily go so far as to say I'm a social or I was a social chameleon. I didn't necessarily change completely according to the crowd, but I, I'd, I'd say it was fair to say that I would show a different side of myself to different okay. crowds of friends. Um, and, uh, you know, maybe that would start it off uh, as young, sort of, you know, machismo in front of my guy friends, and then I would have, like, I, you know, I still have very close female friends as well, and they'd see a perhaps more sensitive side of me. Um, okay. But as a young teenage boy, you wouldn't want your male friends to see. So you would like to take this back to sort of dinner party setting. Obviously, some people don't have massive uh, space in their homes or whatever to have all, all of their friends. But so, um, and we have a friend of ours who's only got six chairs, so he rotates six friends at once or five friends at once, and that's what he does. But which is one way of doing it. So, okay. um, but other people that we've had friends in the past. Um, uh, your friend that lives in East London, she was uh, she was the opposite to you. She was like your kryptonite. She was not zoning. Every she would say to you like, "Oh, Adam, why don't you, Barry, why don't you pop round?" And then I remember you get really mad. You pop round, and this was before like Facebook events and stuff like that. Um, you didn't know that she's invited everyone she's ever met, and it was like a hundred people every time. Yeah, it was like a party at her and house you're like, constantly. And you're like, oh, I wasn't ready for your zone. I wasn't ready to meet all a hundred people of your friends. I only yeah. want pretzels for the two of us. Yeah. <laughs> You're now right. I feel like a... That's true. I, mean, I didn't know it was a party. Yeah. And you would like, yeah. uh-oh. You didn't like that, did you? No, I didn't. I didn't like that. If you're a zoner, what is she? What's her word? Wow, that is a good question. Um, I, you might need to give me a minute to think about okay. that. But, um, yeah, so I, I, I never really liked that. Um, however, now things are a bit, you know, a bit more moved on and a bit more grown up um, and married. The, the zoning is basically my my parents or the in-laws <laughs> oh, or, or both. And that's, how, do they meet each other a lot? Yes. <laughs> so we're, we're very lucky in that um, both sets of parents actually do get along well with each right. other. Um, and uh, thankfully, they actually socialise independently of us. Wow. Which is brilliant. You know, I think, first of all, that's a great thing anyway. But secondly, it's even better because it means that neither me nor my wife have to be around all the time when to they facilitate, to facilitate. Exactly. Occasionally we do have to do the you know the, the big family dinner, you know, for like more than six people. Yeah. Like for our anniversary or something like right. that. Something that concerns both families. Um which um I have to say it's it's quite it's quite difficult. I think both of us do find that quite difficult. But you've never really been great with having big crowds anyway, like getting on the train with loads of people. You know, you've never been one for lots of people. Yes, exactly. Right. So I think maybe that's, that's something else to do with the zoning as well. Yeah. Maybe that's why I, I zoned because I didn't like lots of people yeah. at once. Whereas I'm the opposite. Not not that I need to see everyone all the time. But you know, I live now in Oxford, still have a lot of friends in London, so it's much easier. In one fell swoop, we have a party and see lots of people. But then, obviously, you only the problem is you only spend a little bit of time with each one. And I don't know if you like going to how many weddings we've been to. We say goodbye to the wedding guests, and they go, "Thanks for coming. So sorry we didn't get to speak, see you." Yeah. Because they've yeah. said hello to a hundred people. They've had their dance, and then they said, 
it's taken them an hour to say goodbye because everybody leaves at different times. Mm. And every, so they've just said goodbye for the last two hours and that's it. So I guess by having too many people, I guess with a dinner party, what would be like, I guess with a dinner party, if you're sitting at a dinner party, like what's a good number then to have? Like too big, nobody gets to talk to each other. And I find that if I go on a work do at a, dinner, at a party and have a really big table, say 20 people, unless we move chairs or it's a buffet or something, I'm pretty much yeah, talking to the person across from me, the couple to my left and a couple to my right. So it's just really six, maybe eight. Yeah, I don't really I, speak I to think, anyone else anyway. It's just I eight within six, a group of six eight, people. Eight is, is kind of the upper limit for a dinner party. Anything you say eight. Over, maybe ten at a push, um, but anything over that. And, and you're, you're, you're talking time. about like a catered event. <laughs> <laughs> you know? You're, it's not a dinner party. It's <laughs> a wedding. It's a wedding. It's a, a, yeah. a wedding. Right, so how many... All right, you've got this lovely house here. How many people have you had in, since you moved here in your house at once? Or say a dinner party. What's the maximum you've had over at your, at your house? Um, actually, for sit-down dinner, courses, drinks, that kind of thing, I think we've had, actually, we've had 11 Whoa. for a family thing. Were you, were you, were you okay? <laughs> is, that, is that something you need to talk about? Well, that's possibly something for another What do you do when your dinner party just gets a bit too much for you? <laughs> <laughs> well, like, the thing is, when we were growing up, my mum used to have dinner parties, we used to have the extension and the dining, not the dining room, like, do you remember the room? They'd, they'd open the French doors. Right. right? And our, then, our listeners probably wouldn't know. No, that, so it'd be like, we had a normal dining room and an extension out back with the French doors in between. So she would open the French doors and then turn the other table and, and squeeze maybe a buffet and something else and make this sort of... Hot, Frankenstein dinner table. Yeah. Right. And they're all different levels. And you know how sometimes the dinner parties all bring a bottle? Yeah. Our house was like, was like, bring a chair. We didn't have more than like 12 chairs. Right. So people were turning up with like... More than 12? Who needs more than 12? No, chairs? well, we had like six at the dinner table and then like a breakfast bar one. You know what yeah. I mean? Like just chairs that were in the house. Yeah. So people were bringing like garden chairs and stalls. And nobody had a comfortable chair. Mm. But it's 25 of you. And my mum... nobody had a comfortable chair. What about the chairs that your parents had? Oh, yeah, those they, six. The good they six. They intentionally... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so didn't come. But my mum loved it. She would cater for 25 people. I don't know how she did it. I, I have four people come around for dinner and I'm killing myself, I'm sweating, I've got nothing right, the, you know, the oven doesn't, blah, 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 blah. And I'm not a bad cook. I don't know how my mum did it. Mm. And, she, and, and um, But yeah, she was into, so I grew up very much with like the 25. But in our house, the thing is, I would only like to have enough people around that they're comfortable, they can sit on a comfortable chair and there's enough space. However, my wife, Steph, she likes, she's got a bigger family than me, so she likes to bring people around, but then people are sort of sitting on the floor, some people are in the couch, and I don't, I just, for me, I'm like, if my guests don't all have the same sort of like chair roughly, and then I'm, all, I'm quite like, if you had a bigger house, then, then maybe, but like, I don't like people, you know, eating off their plates because there's no, no enough. Do you know what I mean? You don't like people eating off their plates. Sorry, eating their plate off their laps, that kind of thing, because there's no oh, space see, at the table, yes, and yeah. it's all a bit bric-a-brac. Right. And then Seth's like, well, I want to see my family, and they're just, they're, they're fine with it. But I feel as a host, I'm a bit like, ah, I don't like it. Like, I feel, not judged, but I'm like, oh, they, they, don't, they can't be too comfortable. I see what you mean. But I don't think they care. Does that make you uncomfortable? Yes, it makes me uncomfortable, that potentially, that they're uncomfortable, even though they're not uncomfortable. Either that or Steph just thinks you just don't like half of my family. Okay. Well, no. What What about the fact that everyone 
it kind of puts everyone on an equal position because everybody is making a concession to spend the time together. In term, what I mean by that is that, say, you and you and Steph are making a concession in terms of your comfort um, and and your kind of unease at other people being there and having to like run around and cater for everyone, mm -hmm. and everyone else is physical discomfort about having to like eat their dinner off a bean bag or something yeah, like yeah. that. Um, so, but everyone is kind of just get overcoming that because they just want to spend the time together. So it's kind of nice in a way, right? That well, like through adversity we become closer, that kind of thing. Well, yes, I suppose. It's not like let's crazy adversity, but you know, you're all mucking in type of culture. Yeah, just you've got to do what it takes to, for you to be able to have a meal together. Yeah, okay. Sure. Right. <laughs> I've killed that one, right? Yeah, I don't know. I think, I think, I think eight is the good number. I think we'll set set with eight. Okay. So if you're out there having dinner parties for more than eight, good luck to you. Right. They must be doing. They must have a good system. A lot of chairs. Yeah. Maybe they're moving round. People. Maybe a bit of entertainment. Maybe there's so, a buffet. So there's a little bit of socialising. Okay. I think we, we we might need to wrap this up soon because this was this started off with zoning, right? And now we're on to the actual numbers yeah, 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 in terms yeah. of the definition of what is a dinner party. Okay. So, but once we have the definition, right? So we're saying, I'm saying 10, you're saying 8. Uh, well, I thought you were going to say 4, but yes. <laughs> so. Now, anyone more than me, if I'm not eating yeah. by myself, okay. it's a party, All right. right? To stay on the zoning versus invite everybody, do you invite for a dinner party? Do you keep, say you've got 6 or 8 people coming around? Is there still one crew, like, I don't know, yeah, see, your average crew, or do you go, I've got two from work, two from, I know you don't go to the gym, but let's pretend you go to the gym, two from the gym, two from yeah. these cultures, or do you still zone? Um, or should people mix it up, or should they zone for their part? I see what you're saying, I see what you're saying. Personally, if, it were, if, I, if I were to do the hosting, it would all be about zoning. It'll all be about keeping people together who know each other and can right. get together and have a, a fun night. I don't need to be the one to facilitate some kind of meeting, some kind of like meet and greet thing. Um, however, having said that, I don't mind going to places like that. Ah, like, so you don't like, want... Okay. Like our mutual friend who only has a certain number of chairs and, <laughs> and <laughs> has his dinner parties according to the number of chairs he can fill. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he did a series of dinner parties, I think... Mm -hmm. I think the one that you were invited to got cancelled. It got cancelled, yeah. Um, but he did, he did a, a series of dinner parties that were intentionally mixed crowds. Okay, fair enough. Because he wanted people to socialise. And I think having been there, it was quite a nice idea. Obviously, it's a bit kind of weird and awkward to start with. And there's the, what do you do, what do you do, who do you know? Dick swinging. Okay. Um, there was, I mean, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like a swingers party. No, you know the metaphor of dick swinging. Like compared, like how much do you earn? Yeah, like yeah. oh, I'm really good at it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I suppose there was a bit of that without the competitiveness. Oh, okay. It was just kind so of yeah. dick. It was just, <laughs> just kind of good. Yeah, you can't really say it was just swinging. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was a, I was a dinner. Yeah, it's just a lot of dick. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. Um, okay, you've put me off now. It's now thinking about. <laughs> right, we might have to cut this down in the edit. No, no, no. Um, so, but um, you enjoyed going to the yes, idea that it was. I don't a, think different. I'm brave enough to host one. Right, right. So I quite like hosting people that don't know each other, and in a weird way, like a matchmaking game. Oh, I think Billy's going to get along with Bob or Sandra or with whoever. Um, because actually, when we go to a wedding, mm. when we've been invited to a wedding, like the Redbridge crew, which is our crew growing up. 
there's 10, 12 of us at the table, we end up, it's a bit safety in numbers, and we end up just chatting to amongst ourselves, we don't see each other that often, yeah. we've just effectively just gone out for dinner with our crew and had a bit of a dance. But yeah. when we've, if we have been split, splat up, splitted up, split up. Split up. Split yeah. up, thank you. Yeah. Splatted up. If we've been split up... I think being splatted up is it? Yeah. It's going back to the swingers part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if we've been split up, or I've just gone to a table I don't know anyone, then I'm probably more likely to make an effort to kind of, you know, meet new people. Whereas we did... I haven't met new people at weddings when we've gone with just our crowd. Yes. Okay. I've gone I probably... Agree. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying here. But on the other hand, I kind of think, is that such a bad thing? It's quite nice that we have like, like we've recently been to a 40th party yeah. where it's kind of nice to get everyone together because it's such a rarity these days yeah. for our old, you know, our old friends from years gone by um, to all get together at once because people have busy lives and kids and all the other constraints on their time. So to have these events where you do just get together and it is safety in numbers and it is you kind of clique here, that maybe that's not such a bad thing because... So you don't like it too far. So remember your... So it's got to be a balance. Remember, our friend who didn't zone was a little bit too forced. It was like, oh, you meet. It was almost like a networking event yes. because it was like pushed upon you. You both like the color blue, big buddies, blah blah blah. Yeah. And it wasn't that organic. Yeah. I have a one more question. I think for you in this situation. Okay. Kind of splits into two. Uh, uh, well, no, but say you've got people coming around. I well, I find if I go to a wedding, which is a dinner party extravaganza. Right. Yeah. And they say it's the Redbridge crew. The, the girls tend to, you know, normally it's seated husband, wife, husband, or partner. Yeah. Partner, 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 partner. Seated? Maybe? Seated, or seated, sat, sat. sat. But the Play girls out. often in our crew would be like, uh uh, that's not happening. And the girls are on one side and the guys are on the other side. And they will just mix up the cards. And that is potentially rude because people have spent yeah. a lot of time. I don't think I've ever seen. Is that actually? Yeah, happened? it's happened. We've been to a wedding. It happened at your wedding, haven't So. My, why did it happen at my wedding? <laughs> The names were in places. No, no, no. Me. People moved them. People moved them, Barry. They, they moved them. Sorry. What's the point? What's the point of us thinking about table plans? <laughs> I know. We, we actually did it on purpose, just just to annoy me. Yeah, absolutely. So, but people move them because, and some people go, "Oh, by the way, I've sat you guys together, thinking, you know, because Steph and I are a married couple, and thinking you want to sit next to each other." And I'm like, I "Share a bed with her. I don't need to sit next to her as well. Like, she can go to the other side of the table. Like, it's no big deal." Hmm. So, and sometimes if we go to an event, say Steph and I, because of like we're not overly confident, we might end up just hanging out just us two and not meeting more people. So, would you, this is a long way of saying it, when you have people come around, okay, I know you only have eight or ten, but I don't think there's a table plan when people come around, is there? You don't tell people where to sit. No, there's not. No. There's not. But let's say at the wedding, if, so they can sit where they want in your house, crazy, right? right? Crazy <laughs> talk. Because um, I only put, yeah, all right. But let's say you're doing something bigger, like a wedding, or maybe not as big as a wedding, but something big like that. Um, would you feel that you don't have to sit next to, to Laura and you were like, oh, well, uh, or would you be offended if they didn't put you together, if they split you up on the table? Well, good question, because we were invited to a wedding where we were told we weren't going to sit together. And at the time, it was just, it was very, very poor timing because she was very ill and she was like days away from having an operation, all that kind of stuff. So, um, yes, at that point, it was pretty difficult to be told, by the way, you know, like a day beforehand, you know, you're going to be sat at different oh, tables. Oh, different tables. That was different tables. So that was, that was. Is that because they, they were doing the opposite as, you know, I guess when zoning, 
say you like someone called Billy, but now you have to invite his wife. Maybe they liked one of you two, but didn't like the other. No, that's no, no. rude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but sometimes, that's probably another topic, sometimes I, I, I'm friends with someone, I want them to come around, but I don't want their spouse to come around, but their kind of spouse has to come around. But that's, a, that's a, probably another subject. Yeah. Anyway. To be fair, you, you are Adam's currently at my house at the moment without his wife. So, yeah. just... Yeah, yeah. probably <laughs> cheating on me. So, um, again, so the... I would say I don't mind... I guess somebody might... I hope people don't get offended if we go to a wedding and we're like, oh, we'll switch it up because I don't... It forces Steph and I to meet new people if we're not sitting next to each other. But if people put us on different places in the table, that's fine with that. I'm, I'm quite happy. But I know some people are very... They get nervous in big groups and then if they at least know one other person. Yeah, I think I think if you are not with your partner but at least on the same table, then that's, that's absolutely fine because I think what happens at most events like that is... Um, you know, the the evening sort of pans out in a in a sort of a more relaxed way, and people just end up finding a seat next to someone they want to talk to, regardless. Yeah. Be that your partner or someone else. Yeah. So, um, and also, if you're the one, you know, if it's if it's your event, you know, if it were my wedding, and people started changing places around. Only on within the table, not table yeah. to table. I I would just think, you know, I've got bigger things to think about today. Oh, so, so it didn't wind you up. No. Of oh, not. so what's no. the point? <laughs> Yeah, what was the point? Yeah. So, that was a pretty good first episode, Barry. You happy with that? Yeah, I think so. I think that's interesting. Um, I think we've uh, covered a couple of fun topics here tonight. Yes. Um, so, well, uh, follow us on Twitter at Dinner Party Duo. Send in things that you'd like us to discuss, and we'll have some guests on, inviting people to come on. Um, we are going to have guests with other opinions, by the way. It won't just be us two no. guessing about what we think is right. Well, no, that, that could be that could, Yeah, that's pretty much what we do. Well, yeah, thanks for uh, listening, and hopefully, you'll tune in to uh, further episodes of Dinner Party Duo. Thanks for listening.